Every time, every time we're going, we're talking about Cedar Bluff right here. If you're just joining in with us, we're covering some local stuff. Uh, and he only started five games. Jack Burleson mm-hmm. on defense, maybe five. Yeah, five games. Four or five. Yeah. He had all those six interceptions in the last four or five ball games. Yeah. Uh, Preston Burt, ninety tackles, had over four hundred yards rushing. Actually, had ninety three tackles. Uh, Nick Clifton had seven hundred yards rushing and seventy tackles, and of course. Obviously, we cannot forget uh, Bucky Leake, over 500 yards of offense. Plus, he's the return man, and he starts on defense. So, he's a big – and he made a lot of big plays. Yeah, I remember some special teams plays that probably shouldn't have worked out, and then it wound up he made them work out just kind of – Oh, yeah, It's just yeah. ability to do – to make yeah. a play happen. Big play guy, for sure. Now, some of the other seniors, I think um, – um, Let me see. I've I'll, I'll right miss here. some of them. I know, Artie Duval. Artie's a senior – and um, Dawson Wheeler, you mm-hmm. return in center. He'll be snapping the ball. He's a senior. And um, Dashler, he'll be coming back. Yeah. He played some corner or something, you know. He and he's never really played football, right. like Artie. I mean, we got some kids that's never really played football. They're just they just want to come out there and play. So um, exactly. Well, you know, we'll get more into everybody that's. But when you know, we'll get the ones we know. But you know, as the season gets closer we'll highlight every position yeah. who's going to start and everything well, we're going to do a probably a senior night right. little show where we'll just talk about the just, who's just coming, the seniors just the seniors yeah all right spring garden matt uh we know the two back coming back uh cooper austin Chaz pope i mean big time uh players you know they were instrumental in that 12 and 1 season last year Austin had 800 yards receiving, seven interceptions. Pope had six interceptions, and he missed four games. I know. He missed four, and he hits like a truck. He also got Landon Goins. Andrew Floyd made over 80 tackles. So that's that's the four we're highlighting here today. Just imagine getting all these guys back. Yeah. And and getting them healthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And getting it all together. They lost a lot. Of course, they lost to Kirks and – Luke Welsh. Yeah, Luke's I mean, that's a tough mess. He's an all state linebacker and yeah, running back. Yeah, running back. So you don't that's, replace that that's, either. Yeah, that's hard to And I would say, just looking at it, that definitely Pope and Austin and some of the other guys we've mentioned so far, Michael Reynolds, Bradley Mitchell, all these guys are the top I guess you can call this our top twenty players coming into the county. Now Spring Garden hosted this tournament year. camp the thirteenth. Mm-hmm. We mentioned earlier Coach Knapp called in. They got Asheville, Raglan, and Gaston coming, and then they'll be on to Piedmont to a camp the twenty third. Okay, good deal. That's the Spring Garden. Coach Howard talked to him. I'm anxious to see who their quarterback's going to be. It's going to be one of the Popes or Austin, I would think. And you know they got a running back and Floyd back, but these are three of the top players definitely in the county. And Landon Goins too. We can't forget about him. He missed some time last year. Yeah. Very good punter. Yeah. And obviously a good defensive player and lineman. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know. I mean, Austin led the county in receiving. And yep. I'm sure interceptions, too, with seven. <laughs> you know? Yeah, probably so. All right, now let's move on to Sandrock. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Sandrock went three and seven last year, but three and five on the field, right? Yes. Two of their games were lost to Forfus. But uh, Ace Ashley, 1,500 yards passing, led the county in passing. That's all their seniors here. Uh, but That's pretty so, good. Yeah. Sorry, they got a good group of seniors. Yeah, I mean yeah, they do. You got several number of kids coming back. All improve it to ta- add to a team that um, just COVID kind of hit them over there, and then they had to forfeit a game here, there, and they missed some stuff. You know, but uh, on a lot of their stuff, you look over here, mm-hmm. see a lot of these returners. Then you got I play both ways. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 you got a lot of linemen coming back. So yeah, yeah I yeah, like yeah. that. If you got a lot of linemen coming back, mm-hmm. and we already know the little tailback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey. He's good. Well, you got a quarterback that's throwing for 190 yards a game. So you got a good quarterback coming back, your tailback's coming back, and you got a lot of these offensive linemen. That that spells the recipe for success in mm-hmm. one, two, well, any football. Well, you got, yeah, you like you say, you got your leading receiver, your top two. Yeah. In Cornejo, Jacob, and Olin Pruitt. OP had four, 500 yards. Yeah, last 400, year. yeah, 400 something. And uh, Jacob had 700 offense, and you got your quarterback back. There's not too many people that has their running back, best receiver, and quarterback back do bad the next Most year. Most coaches, I would say, uh, you know, they are to be excited about the, you know. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's a yeah. good opportunity. I think they're going to do a lot better in three and They're going to be good up front. Mm-hmm. And I think they can throw the ball, throw it and catch it. 
Yeah, and, and, and Cordejo, and he's going to catch the ball in the backfield too. Had 300 yards receiving. Okay. And 350 so, rushing. So that um, Sandrock, you know, they, they're going to put something together this year. I think they're going to be very good this year. Yeah. All right, and the last bunch we're going to uh, profile is Cherokee County Warriors, went 7-4 yeah. last year. Now, they have the leading rusher. First off, let's say – they have the fastest player in the county in Whit Johnson. He ran now, a 4-4 at Jacksonville at the camp last year. Did week. he? He ran a 4-5-2 down at Auburn. So he got it under 4-5. Yeah, 4-4-4. Okay. Wow. So 515 yards receiving. He had 87-yard touchdown catch, Matt. Two punt returns for touchdowns. And ran an interception back 99 yards. So he's got big playability. An 87-yard touchdown and a 99-yard touchdown. Yeah. And we watched him play against Piedmont. Now, I mean, he's 20 yards up the field. As soon as he catches it, you better cover him. I'm talking about on kickoffs. He runs back kickoffs. So he's got 15 or 20 yards just like that. Yep. And it's no telling what he averaged per kick return. But I have no doubt that he's one of the top players in the county. And also Damian Ramsey. You can't take nothing away from him. 1,200 yards rushing. Played both ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, I, I can't get his defensive stats. Yeah, I have looked. Got yeah, I've looked and tried to get some. But now, did he play inside linebacker most of the time? Yeah, that – um, Hanley game, uh, he was he was sticking a uh, oh Meadows. He was sticking him, and, and he'd get up and, and kind of limp off and walk aside and shake his head, and and uh, they stopped him a few times there, uh, made some good stops, and then they'd turn around and get the ball back, and then he'd run the ball. That's I mean, just something you don't see much. You don't see somebody being a twelve hundred yard rusher in four ball, and then starting it inside line. Probably has. I don't even I'm know. I won't guess he had he made six a game, sixty five, seventy tackles. I'll say yeah, seventy or eighty tackles. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. At least. Yeah. You just don't uh Walker Pruitt had seventy two tackles on two picks and uh then we talked about Whit on his punt return. You got a sophomore that I run to his dad this morning at McDonalds, I went by and got me some oatmeal mm-hmm. before I went to the gym and Lance Martin, uh truck driver, hope you're being safe out there, driver. It's good to see you this morning. His son Cooper Probably play a little tight end mm-hmm. for center. He's a he's young, big kid. Gosh, he's he's taller than me. If he ain't, it's real close. Right. But his right. daddy's he was standing behind me when I was backing mm-hmm. up from the counter. He's about six ten. Mm-hmm. We call him country. So when you back right. up and you run into a guy that's six ten, I mean, I just nearly fell down. You Is know, he bigger than Big Mike. Yeah, they're yeah similar, very similar. We're froze up on mine, but not that one. That's what matters, right? No, it looks fine. It's just a phone. Okay. But I've run into him this morning. It's good to see him. So, Cooper, he's a 10th grader. It's coming back mm-hmm. out there. And, of course, Walker and the other seniors, Whit and, and uh, Daniel and Jay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, Braden uh, Chandler. I didn't know he was a senior. I talked to Tori, you know. That's Tori's boy? Yeah. No, I didn't know. I, I thought he was a – but – so, man, these kids have grown up fast and spent some time with them weight room. Uh, Todd, he's really strong. Oh, man, they look hey, like brutes over there. He, the he school. I can't day. believe how he's grown so much, you know. Man, he, he's grown a lot. But they're working out over there hard. and. Uh, oh, yeah, they really are pushing it's it. It's like 12 seniors. When you got also so. got Jack Amos, Caleb yeah. Malone. Yeah. Uh, Malachi, Malachi Horton. Horton. Yeah. So all these guys touched the ball, skill-type players. Yeah. Now, they lost, what, Connor Elrod lost Isaac Hunter. Of course, Slade and uh, who else did they? That lineman had that went, that lineman went played somewhere. Yeah, and then of course uh, their quarterbacks back. Cade Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, I mean I, I look for. And he got to play a little bit last year, so I, you know what? I, I look for every school in the county to do well this year. Yeah, I do too. And the only reason. We're not being homers. Which we we're not be. being homers. It's our show. This shirt does have our name on it. So I think that uh, title there. Yeah. And don't take this wrong, Spring Guard people. The on, they might be the only team that don't get better. I mean, they went 12-1. and one. You can't right. improve on 12-1. Yeah. and one. Uh, yeah, they know. Coach Howard knows what you mean. This is yeah. the Cedar Bluff show anyway is what he said. Right. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the Cedar Bluff show. But, you know, they may equal what they did, but I, it'd be hard for them to be much of an improvement and over last year. We're just talking about year. improvement from last year's yes. record. And I, I see everybody improving. Yeah, I do too. I do. Every all five teams, four teams. Yeah, because they're bringing back some. Now, you know, Cedar Bluff, Coach Beckett being a new coach, mm-hmm. and we're a little harder on them because that's where we went to school and mm-hmm. we all played. Mine played out there, and uh, not having returning linemen, it's going to be hard. I think defensively they may be okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the, the skills gonna be out. I mean, yeah. with, with Nick <laughs> and, and Artie, right? You know, so out there and Bucky and and Jack and playing back. You know, cutting off the back door down there. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be able to move the ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they got to. You know, maybe they just maybe they can just outrun who they're playing. You know what I'm saying? In one A, you can make and get away with it a little more. You can, and you could with Black Center with four A. Yeah, and that schedule they have. That well, that's the only thing that tough. I think is going to hurt them. They got a tough schedule, and it may not hurt them at all. But if anything hurts them, I think it'll be that <coughs> schedule. You got Aniston and Hanley on that schedule, right? Mumford, Mumford Jacksonville. That's a tough schedule. Playing that's tough. Piedmont. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's not a. They don't. That's not a raging game for them, but they're they're. It's tough. I don't know what else you can say. No, I mean, it's hard. They do have a very tough. If, if you went all them, mm, you're for real. You're real. Mm. I mean, there's no doubt they're ready. Well, what's the five we highlighted? Jacksonville, Aniston, Hanley, Piedmont, and Munford. Yeah, that's five tough games. I mean, you can be a good team and drop all five of them. Yeah, you could be a good team. I mean, and I, I in no way think they will. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. I think you could be a very good team and drop them. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. And then those teams are bringing back players too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's big schools. Those bigger schools, you just kind of shuffle in other players. Now, Center did beat Aniston and Munford last year. Yep. And uh, the only one that barely lost to Jacksonville. Hanley won the state championship. That's okay. And Piedmont went to the semifinals. Yeah, lost over so, there up on the mountain that night. Right. What a great game that yeah. was. Excuse us, man. That's one of the barn burner for real. Well, Matt, that's our high school wrap-up. And uh, congratulations. That's who we think the top players is. You never know who will come about. But uh, yeah, highlighting some key players on each team. Yeah, give some attention sure. to our local teams here. No, we appreciate everybody. And uh-huh. hey, don't forget now, uh, for you guys listening on the podcast, we're on Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast and Radio Public, Dean. So okay. any of those avenues, if you're watching some of this and you have to cut it off, and if you want to pick it up later at a podcast, uh, you can pick it up on any of those places. And, again, we do thank our audience. From Spotify, we thank you YouTube people that tune in and watch us uh, some. We get a little traction over there. Uh, just trying to put out there as much as many places as we can uh, to offer us. To offer us where? Wow, you're going to get that every week. Okay. To, uh, he is over in Spring Garden too. Yeah, that's that's where it always happens. Yeah, yeah. Spring Garden's not the. We love Spring Garden. Yeah, their service ain't got no. Service. But they don't have the best phone service. But anyway, wherever you, you know, if you want to check us up later on the podcast, if you can't, uh, mm-hmm. if you can't get us, you can go back and listen at any of those any right. of those places. Right. So, Dean, what are we gonna do now? We'll go ahead. Well, I sure appreciate you. We're gonna catch it. <laughs> Uh, you, you, we moving on to college football? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, go ahead there, buddy. All right, let's say, uh, I'll just say, for instance, uh, we just want to do our top 25. Um, Mine and his. This is a... Uh, no, we're not, we're not experts. It's just our top well, 25. Well, we can be. It's our show. We can say we're experts. Yeah, we are. <laughs> he ain't going to get no better. Right. Todd McShay and him don't have nothing on us. No, no, because this is Matt and Todd Shaw. Yeah. And this Matt and Todd Brothers, Shaw. Twin brothers. Yeah. Super. That was a mistaken thing, and that's a funny story. Yeah. Uh, I, I go in to talk to somebody, and uh, and, uh, and I told him who he was, and he said... Uh, he heard Shaw. Matt and Todd Shaw. <laughs> you know, who's, what, who's Matt and Todd Shaw? I said, no, Matt and Todd Shaw, I'm here to see, you know, talk to this guy here. Oh, okay. You can combine that into one name, like... Todd Shaw. I mean, that's the last name. I'm Matt, Matt Todd, Todd Shaw. He's Todd Todd Shaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt and Todd Todd Shaw. But this is just loosely based off of, you know, uh, some new AP polls that's coming around, USA Today, and other 500 other sports places that put out top 20. There's a million of them. So this is ours. Uh, we'll start from the from the, the bottom, from Let's 25. Start from the bottom. Um, I put Arkansas in at 25. I think they're worth mentioning. It. Uh, they had a pretty good season last year with an all-conference schedule. schedule. I mean, come on. What I mean, what are you gonna do? So uh, uh, they're bringing back a lot of players uh, defensively. I think they're gonna be sound. They're not gonna have that tough schedule. I mean, they do got a tough schedule, but not like last. No, year. coach is gonna get his feet under him this year, and you know, they were probably the most improved team in the conference, or close to it, I would think. Yeah. I'm not gonna say they were the most improved because I don't wanna. Say something and somebody come back. Or 
somebody was two and eight, and then they went eight and four last year. I don't know, but they were very much improved because they didn't win a game the year before. Yeah. And uh, I got them at twenty five also. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin, you know, we're gonna bring them in right there in towards the bottom. They lost some key players. I don't know who all they're gonna be bringing back. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be very interesting to see how that kind of turns out. Uh, let's see. Who you got? For 24? Yeah. I have got Coastal Carolina 24. Coastal. I like Coastal Carolina. They were very, very, very much. I mean, they were hanging around in there. Like, <clears throat> I mean. Well, the only game they lost last year was to Liberty in the bowl game that I didn't watch. Well, they were talking about, man, that was the greatest game ever. I know. and I, we, me and I was my calling him. Like, I was like, you need to turn it over there. This is going to be epic. <laughs> I told my uncle, and he's like, no, I don't want to fool with it. It was great, and 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 they're going to bring back you know a lot of kids too. There you are. They got the uh, quarterback Grayson McCall, 2,500 2, yards, twenty six touchdowns, five seventy rushing. So wow, to add that to, to the returning talent, and then from the defense, only allowed twenty points a game. So uh, pretty good. But you got a bunch of starters coming back. Yeah, uh, I got Oregon coming in at twenty three. All right, and I, I've got Okie State at twenty three. But talk to it. I mean, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State, they're always decent. But what has Oregon got coming back? Oregon, well, I think everybody. Everybody. We like their coach, Mario Cristobal. Well, it just went blank. What was that? Yeah, it's all blank. Oh, of course. All right, well, we can go by this. All right, Oregon next. I got Indiana coming in at 22. 22, I've got Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Uh, yeah, they're going to be making... 20 starters coming back. Yeah. Indiana's got their quarterback back, too. Coach Napier at Louisiana has done a great job. They're going to play Texas September 4th, Dean, so... I, I think that might be an interesting game. It may be a good shootout to see how I'm that going to go on, and I, I like Sark, and I like Texas. But don't be shocked if uh, there's an upset right there. Uh, let's see. What was it going to Okay, on Wisconsin... Uh, quarterback Graham Mertz. Uh, we should also expect Wisconsin to again have one of the nation's top defenses. They only allowed 17.4 points. So that's mm-hmm. why we had them in the top 25 at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I'll go on to 22. 22 is Indiana for me. No, well, no 21. 21, 21 uh, Oklahoma State. All right. I had them at 23. I have LSU at 21. LSU returned everybody. Played a lot better towards the end of the year last year. Yeah, they might have a future starter quarterback, Max Johnson, who threw for 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns and interceptions over six games during his freshman year of 2020. So we'll see if he can get developed and how he'll how he'll wind up turning out. I got Coastal Carolina at 20. All right, I got Penn State at 20. Uh, 19, Louisiana, Raging Cages. We've talked about them a little bit. I've got Indiana at 19. All right, next we're going to do uh, Penn State. So I got Penn State at 18, the nightmare and historic 0-5 start ultimately doomed the nifty lines. However, they did win their final four games, and uh, they do have Clifford, 4,700 passing, 41 touchdowns. How many yards passing? 4,700. He's passed for 4,700 career yards. You don't do that just playing in the backyard. uh, you got to be pretty good. Dotson's had 52 receptions, 885 for eight touchdowns. Might end up hearing – to be the star on the offense for this season for, for Penn State. Um, number 17, I got LSU. Well, I got 18. I had Ole Miss. 17, I had Wisconsin. I just think Lane Kiffin's – Ole Miss has a high-powered offense. I believe so, too. He's good. So, I got them at 18, Wisconsin at 17. What about uh, 16? I got Iowa at 16. Okay, I got USC at 16. USC at Now, 16. USC did lose some players – um, they lost two of their starting running backs, but on throughout the year, uh, they come back and, and wound up getting some two other of the top running backs mm-hmm. from, from from somebody, somebody else. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, landing prize defense to end recruit Corey Foreman should keep the Trojans' defense almost immediately. Uh, he's going to be somebody to look out for. Slavis, a 5,400 career passing 47 touchdowns, 16 picks, and Drake Landon, 33 receptions, 502. So they return to make up USC or to be the favorite to win the Pac-12 this year, Dean. Wow, USC. I, well, I'll talk about that later, but I'm still going to put Oregon over them. But I, they're close. They're close. They're about like Oklahoma and Iowa State in that conference they're in. All right, 15. I've got the Texas Longhorns. 
Well, with Sark starting, you know, new job out there, he's a great play caller. Uh, they're definitely going to have some players. I mean, uh, they're they lost a quarterback. Of course, that's going to hurt. Yeah. They got a new quarterback, so we'll kind of see how it pans out. But if anybody can do it, I don't know why it couldn't be Sark, him. Sark, he seems like he's got his act together and is doing a great job. Who'd you have at fifteen? Fifteen, I got Iowa. Iowa Hawkeyes. Okay, yeah. I had them at sixteen. They're they're going to be favored to kind of be hanging around in there in some of these for the the conference up there. Yeah, um, they bring back a lot of players. Uh, if you, it was said defensively, if they can kind of tighten up on the defense, <clears throat> as you're going to hear from probably most of these, uh, looks like they had uh, quarterback Spencer Paradis, fifteen hundred yards passion, running back Goodson, which we liked him to be back. The bigger plus with Iowa is the expected return of defensive lineman Zach Van Vackelberg. Three and a half sacks a game, eight and a half tackles from the unit that gave up only 16 points a game average. Iowa's usually got a good program. I mean, I know they're not used ever in the Final Four, but you don't hang your head. When you better not go looking ahead when you go play Iowa. They'll upset you. Alright, Matt, 14. I got the Florida Gators. Well, Sorry, Laylock. I mean, 14. They lost a lot. They lost Pitts. They lost their quarterback. Everybody. I mean, they're going to be lucky to be in the top ten. They, I don't think. What do you got? You don't have them in the top ten, do you? No. I don't have them. I can't put them in the top ten. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because Mullen's a great coach. And uh, King, quarterback at Miami. That's who I got at, at 14. At 14? Yeah, Miami. Uh, Bama's going to kick off the season with them. Uh, while Miami match, yeah. has got enough talent to contend in ACC, it must find a way to clamp down defensively after laying 41 or more points three times and an average of 174 rushing yards. See, and that's the problem. Barry, I hope you're not watching this. Barry Rice, I know you're a big uh, Miami fan. Miami gave up 778 yards against North Carolina. Can't do and, that. You know, you can't do that. I mean, the most in the saving era that Alabama's give up is 647, and that was Ole Miss, and they beat them 63 to 48. Uh, Miami gave up 778 yards. Now, I will say this. I think they had a lot of players out. COVID relation, related and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think they had several players out. They did. All right. I'm, I had Miami at 13. We're just talking about them. So, who'd you have at 13? 13, I got Ole Miss. You had them up a little higher. Yeah. Um, after rough start, Kiffa's 2020 group. Looks like they finished up 5-5. Five and five. But Corral, 3,300 passing oh, yards, twenty about 30 touchdowns. The key to the Rebels will be how much can they improve defensively from allowing average of 38 points for the past season. Well, I know their defense isn't Have you noticed good. a trend here? Like everything is reviewed as, but if they turn up on defense, they'll get a little bit better. It's because the offensive guys has been so good for the past few years. We'll probably were, see a change in the guard at some point. This year, I'm going to tell you, there is a lot of these teams, the ones that we just mentioned, we, and we're just, you know, about the top ten, they got a lot of quarterbacks coming back. Oh, yeah. A is. lot of quarterbacks are coming back. Yeah. A lot of schools. They are. Because the draft's going to be loaded with quarterbacks this year. Well, uh, who'd, you have at thir- who'd you have at 12? 12, I got the Gators. Gators. I got the Texas A&M Aggies. I'm going to put them a little bit ahead of the Gators. They got their running back back, Spiller. And they got a lot of players back. They did lose Mon, though. Mon was a good quarterback. But... I don't know if who do you think's better, Jimbo Fisher or Dan Mullen? Who's a better coach? I mean, they're close. Yeah, that's that's a good. I don't know. That I don't know who you give the edge to there, but uh, I'm gonna give it to Fisher this year and well, put them up two spots ahead of them. Spiller had a thousand yards. Oh, he's a nine player. touchdowns. Question is on the offensive line will surface, but you know, with the defense could could still be stout. So that's again the question. Well, some of these places have A&M ranked up in the top four or five. I just don't understand that. I mean, look, guys, they play Alabama. They play LSU. They play Arkansas. They play Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Some people have them ranked high. Texas A&M has a very tough schedule. Very yes. tough. And that's just in the West. I don't know who they play outside of the conference. Just I'm based, talking about on the east side. Just based on um, who – who they're bringing back. Mm-hmm. I just do it by who they're bringing back. I don't really look at their schedule a whole lot because you can't tell who they're going to win and lose yet anyway. So I just base it loosely on on who they got back. I mean, I think they're a 9-3, 8-4 team. Me personally. Maybe at best 10-2. and two. 
Uh, I think the best team we've seen at A&M since we've been watching football was last year. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Uh, Now, obviously they were pretty good when Manziel was there, but he was very good. Yeah. The team was too. But I don't think we've ever seen a better Texas A&M team than we saw last year. So that's when Barry Bryant was there. Huh. Yeah, yeah, they did pretty good one year there. <laughs> and I, uh, all right, number eleven, I got USC Trojans. I got Texas Longhorns, and at ten, I got North Carolina. Talking about Coach Brown. Yeah. Uh, we're we're high on them, man. We I'm like very high on we North like North Carolina. Carolina. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna bring back uh, a large that. group of talent. Uh, their quarterback. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sam Howell, he's good. Seventy two hundred passing yards, sixty hundred career touchdowns. Uh, if Carolina defensively, if they can expect to be serious contender for the ACC title, it needs to be better than the group that allowed more than 40 points a game last year. North Carolina averaged yeah. 40 points a game last uh, year? Giving up. Oh, okay. They're giving up a lot of points. So, Coach Brown can lock the defense down. Uh, They'll be pretty good. I yeah. think they got a good squad. I think uh, he's actually doing well a little earlier than I thought he would. I thought it'd maybe be this year or the next before they hit their mark, but they're already pretty yeah. good. They're pretty good. Uh, we heard this. We heard this two years ago that you better watch out for North Carolina because their day was coming. Yeah. And I think it's here. All right. Uh, number 10, I got Oregon. Oregon Ducks. 10, I got uh, – well, I had North Carolina. I got Notre Dame at 9. I got the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, Bearcats. Cincinnati Bengals. At nine. No, Cincinnati Bengals pretty good. They got now, uh, Jack Conan from Wisconsin is coming Notre Dame. Uh-huh. So they're going to have a, a quarterback. Uh, so, too, does really? the expected returner, Kieran Williams. Uh, however, uh, it will be interesting to see the performance of a defensive unit that prior to the ACC championship game and college football playoff semifinals allowed an average of 17.1 points. So... That's just not a lot of points, though. I mean, no. act like that needs to improve. 17? 17's not a lot of points. We, we did think they have – Williams is one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, and you don't even want to know where I've got them. So. But uh, I'm showing them a lot of love. Uh, Say so number – where are we at? Number eight? No, not, number eight. I had the Cincinnati Bearcats. Number okay. eight. I got Iowa State. I've got uh, Notre Dame at number eight. Wait, I've screwed up big time here. I mean, big time. What have I done? All right, go ahead. Ohio State. Iowa State ranked twice. That's how good they're going to be. Iowa State, I got them at eight. Uh, The Cyclones are are definitely going to be a part of your – they're going to be part of your top ten. They're going to be in there somewhere. Um, Everybody that they've had – uh, Matt Campbell is still coaching at Iowa State for right now, but he remains a hot commodity, even though aimed it because you know try to get him in NFL. Yeah, I think the like, Patriots try to get him as a coordinator or something. Quarterback Purdy, uh, Rock Purdy, Dean's high on him. I like him too. He's a good, good player. Uh, his linebacker Mike Rose, who scored, who has recorded 251 tackles and 29 tackles for loss for three seasons. How many? Yeah, 251. How many for loss? 29. And if uh, Brees Hall had 1,500 rushing, 21 touchdowns, if he comes back, I don't know yet if he's still playing. The Cyclones should again challenge for the Big 12 title. All right, let me look. Who's that number seven right there? A&M. I've got somebody missing. I mean, I've actually got somebody off my list. And I, how does that even happen? Who you got for six? I don't know. Let me look at this again. I'm sorry, man. All right, number eight, I had Notre Dame. Number seven. Let me see who I have for that. I we'll didn't. just we'll just move on. Just keep moving. All right. We don't. Okay. Number six. I got the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, yeah. That. So I mean, where'd you have them? Iowa State eight. Eight. I mean, with them coming back, I mean, what would you know? Yeah. Yeah. Got a good coach. I know how to call plays. Uh, where were we at? Six or five? We're there. I'm five at six. Now. You're at six. Yes, I had Ohio State for six. Okay. I, I don't want to put them in the top five. I think they've lost too much. They, they do have a good coaching crew, I know. But uh, they played half a season last year, and then they just got waxed. You know, and it, it, you could tell they hadn't played a lot of football. They should have never been in, allowed to play anyway. That was well, that was all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Well, anyway. that's what somebody said about them. And I've got them at five, but I'm very reluctant to have them at five. Um, 
that's what another guy was saying. He's like, these guys hadn't even played any ball. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're throwing them out here and saying they're going to be in the top five and six. They lost half the players that played. Then the other half hadn't played none. Yeah. So, uh, I'm uh, just not a – I didn't like I that. got them at five but just because there's nobody else right now. All right, go ahead. Who you got at five? A&M. With Kellen Mond gone, Jimbo Fisher Air is still there. Uh, Isaac Spiller, Dean's got him up a little bit higher than I do. Mm-hmm. We've kind of talked about them. If they can put together a decent defense, they're going to be okay. And breaking in the top four, I got Clemson. I got the Georgia Bulldogs. I got them at four. Okay, let me ask you something without getting deep into detail. Why did you have Clemson behind Georgia? Well, I got them ranked lo- lower. The loss of quarterback and, right. and the loss of defensive line. Mm-hmm. I just think it's too much for them to. Four is a good spot. Oh, four is a great spot. It's a good spot for them. And with mm-hmm. with um, with DJ Ugalay, the quarterback, he's new. I know he played a little bit last year, but I'm just not sold on him. And mm-hmm. you know, Bo and Mark come on the show and we talked about him a little bit, and they was kind of high on him. Oh yeah, big time. But I just don't. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think they're going to be good enough up front to stop a lot of people. I think they're going to have to score a lot of points. I think they're going to need to be in the the 35 to the six touchdown range mm-hmm. to stay in football Five, games. Yeah. So with that being said, they're going to have to score mm-hmm. six or seven touchdowns. And I don't know if he can, because with uh, uh, their tailback leaving, you know. Uh, oh yeah. They lost him too. Uh, you talking about ATN? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah mean, man, he, he caught him. more out of the backfield maybe than he ran. Oh man. He was an guy. all over player. So, I don't know about Clemson. They say that's kind of what they're talking about. Uh, I, I the Notre Dame game. They say, well, he'll have some quality talent surrounding him while the defensive end, Miles Murphy, is slated to return following freshman season where he recorded four sacks and ten half tackles for loss. So the Murphy kid, the Murphy kid playing defensive end there uh, at Clemson, he's going to be back to play some. But, I mean, Ugalay, I mean, he's got 780 yards. I mean, he, we don't know. He hadn't played a lot. No. He did play against Notre Dame last year, but yeah, I mean, but they might not be that good. I mean, they're better than they was. Right. He's going to be thrown into the fire this year. We'll find out quick. One thing about it, Matt. And you I had got, Georgia. I got Georgia at, at uh, four. You had Clemson at four. I got Clemson at three. You got Georgia at three, right? Yes. We just swapped on them. Maybe we just swapped them. it's a bold choice for for Georgia to be ranked up really high. Uh, considering over Clemson and Ohio State, however, the Bulldogs were four and zero. They do have their quarterback coming back. Zamir White, I like him. We love him. Yeah. He's going to be a huge. I don't pick. like Pickens being out. Pickens, though. we don't. He may not play till the, the Florida game. We I don't just know. don't like him being out. But with uh, Lewis Kane, which he come back for 123 tackles at Georgia, mm-hmm. and then Dean, mm-hmm. uh, you brother from another mother down there. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean they, these guys. So yeah. But their defensive backfield, that that's why I don't – some people have them at two or, or some places have them at four or five. I think they're okay. But the, the letdown is with Georgia, it's always every year we do this. We do this every year. Let's take them high. Yeah. And they don't win the first four or five games. Mm-hmm. But this year, uh, fortunately for us fans, we're going to find out quick. Very quick. Because they're going to Clemson. Clemson, week one. So – I. You know, I'm, I may be completely wrong. I got Clemson edging them a little bit. We saw Josh Pate's going to make Clemson a, what, a four-point favorite? Yeah. Four-point favorite. Uh, Clemson's probably going to come in a three-and-a-half-point favorite during yeah. the, from Vegas. All right. So, Matt, I don't even know. We might not even need to tell who our two is. We might not get Well, this is the part anymore. that uh, we'll I hope, explain hope we still got people watching. And if we don't, if you're on uh, Spotify or YouTube, again, we appreciate you guys for listening in or watching on YouTube. Uh, Who's your number two, man? My number two is Alabama. Ah, oh, God. Target, cut them off. Cut them off. What's he talking about? They don't know nothing. <laughs> it's Alabama. They're winning again. I've got Alabama at number two, too. Now, can we explain why? If you want to lost everybody on offense. You can go first. I mean, I, I guess it's pretty simple. That's it, the offense. I mean, you lost. And you have a new coordinator. Jones, Harris, Smith. Waddle. I mean. Lineman. You lost lineman. You got a whole new look on offense. And O'Brien from uh, Coosa Christian is, no, <laughs> from Texas. So, yeah. Coach O'Brien, he's come because he got a new coordinator. And okay. I'm not high on Bryce Young. I just – the ball pops out of his hand fast, but he's so small, you really got to have lanes for him to throw to. And if he ever gets one little hand up in his face because he ain't even six foot tall, he likes to squirm and squirrel. 
And with the way defenses play now, like the Ole Misses mm-hmm. and the Georgias and the LSUs, it's going to be hard to try to scramble around because the mm-hmm. day of the big Dante Hightower linebacker days are over. They have been for about five years. Mm-hmm. Now you have these Mosley guys and these Dean guys. They run sideline to sideline. They run you down. Even some of the linemen on defense can do that now. Right. He's uh, he's Kyler Murray 2.0. Right. He's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. He's definitely going to scramble and have some rushing. Uh, he works really hard. They say he comes early and stays late. We have a uh, – a, uh, uh, strength guy that works down there, you know, that we know. Right. And, 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 you know, we're not, not, nothing personal against Bryce. Just, just, no, I ain't no, seen I mean, enough to, to sell them to be number one. As of for always, Alabama is the defending champs. Mm-hmm. They're not defending anything because you can't take that title. It's not like boxing when Ali, when, when uh, Holyfield right. and Tyson, you lose the belt back lose to the guy. That title. Back yes. to them. They're not. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, just as Todd said, they lost everybody. So there's no reason to put them in. They're favored to be two. And I, I almost, I mean, the only reason I didn't put them at three is because I just don't, I'm not crazy enough about Clemson or Georgia to put Bama at three and to put Georgia at two. I think it's going to be an interesting year. If Georgia had the better secondary, mm-hmm. I may have put them at two and put Bama at three. But they're, they're inexperienced in the backfield at Georgia bothers me. I don't know if I've ever saw somebody be preseason number one. And maybe wrong, maybe get proven wrong this year without one skill player returning. Well, I mean, you got Mechie. He's gonna be he's gonna be a dog, man. Yeah, he's good. Now he's Alabama's good. defense. Alabama's defense is gonna be awesome. Solid. They keep him in the top five. I mean, I would think. Absolutely. And then offense may be great, but here's our point, guys. This is preseason. We don't man. know. As of right now, I can't put them at number one. With all these question marks on offense, after week one, they may be number one. Look at all these quarterbacks <laughs> in Clemson. I mean, they're at four. They're bringing in a new quarterback, which did get some playing time. A&M, bringing back a new quarterback. I got them at five. Ohio State, bringing in a new quarterback. Got them at six. Cincinnati, Ohio State, Iowa State, and Notre Dame, North Carolina. These guys, well, Notre Dame's not bringing back the same guy. But four out of five of these other teams are bringing all their quarterbacks back. Well, you know, and, and the I, number one team is bringing back a quarterback that's going to be in the Heisman mention. Whether you want to agree with it or not, he's going to be in the mention for Heisman. Well, now, if you want to uh, get into specifics about, uh, you know, if you're going to rank teams on who's coming back at the skill positions, I mean, Oklahoma and Georgia are the best teams in the country. So, and that there's our number one. That's your number one preseason. This, yeah, this is the way too early, mm-hmm. just because. Oklahoma. We wanted to talk about local guys first, and then we wanted to also not get off the show in 20 minutes. We wanted to do another 20 minutes, so we decided to do a, our own top 25. So Oklahoma said that is, is in terms of quality coming back, Oklahoma, which won its final eight games of 2020, returns a ton of talent. Started with Quebec, Rattler. Spencer Rattler. 3,000 yards, yeah. 28 touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns, and the receiver memes. Oh, man, he's tough. Weiss. Mm-hmm. And combined for 74 receptions for 1,100 yards and 13 touchdowns in 2020. Of course, with the Sooners, it would depend on how well their defense performs. Same thing. We keep saying the same thing over and over. Well, it's hurt them in the past. They give up 17 points average in seven uh, contests. So, That's not bad. No, it's not. So if they can improve defensively, I'm just going to tell you, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again uh, before we get off, and we got two other things we'll cover. This is Oklahoma's to lose this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a big week when they play Iowa State. Oklahoma, Iowa State, and Clemson and Georgia are going to be the two biggest games of the year early. Early. If Oklahoma's not in the title game, I would be very surprised. So, and that being said, we'll say, let's, let's say something about the top 12. Since um, <clears throat> there's a talk of a 12 team playoff coming. Our 12-team playoff would be Florida, Texas, North Carolina, Notre Dame, Iowa State, Cincinnati, Ohio State, A&M, Clemson, Georgia, Bama, Oklahoma. That would be, mm-hmm. and all those teams are prominently good football programs, except for North Carolina and Iowa State and probably Cincinnati. But rest of the teams are known to be good I good, think good North programs. Carolina makes that top 12. I think so, too. They could be 12. North Carolina makes that top 12. If they, they could be 12. I think Oregon <clears throat> or USC also makes it. 
If they had it. They're not doing that this year, though, right? No, it'd be, I guess, two more years. Guys, North Carolina's a powerhouse now. Uh, don't be surprised. They may win that conference. I doubt it, they're gonna but they beat, may. They'll have to beat Clemson. Yeah, and which they've nearly done. They nearly did it year before last, mm. 21-20. So I'm that, impressed with Mac Brown. I, I think he does a good Absolutely, job. they should have kept him. And the only reason they run him off because a bunch of politics and money because of Nebraska when they left. And they made this big Longhorn network, and uh, mm-hmm. Mac didn't like how everything was going. They wouldn't be treated right, so ah, that was a mess. Then they, me they run him off, which was terrible for the program. Would you want? Uh, oh, do you want me to go ahead and talk about this? Uh, what you sent me? <clears throat> analyze this. Yes. All right, Matt sent me this article, and this is for y'all to agree or disagree. Uh, all right, anonymous coaches question. If Mike Leach can be successful in the SEC, Mike Leach of Mississippi State came out swinging in 2020. Leach took his air raid offense from the Pac-12 to the SEC, and there were questions whether or not it would work. At first, they looked like it would be very good. But later on, as the year went on, it slowed down considerably, and many wondered if the SEC was too much for the air raid to transition. According to anonymous coaches... Anonymous. That that means they're not going to... According to anonymous coaches, Nick Saban... Uh, speaking to Athlon Magazine, Leach's system can work in the SEC. Well, I thought they just said it couldn't. Uh, well, an anonymous Oh, they're weighing in on if they think it can. All right. Yeah. No, I'm they don't think it can. and so Some of them don't. Some of them do. But there has to be modifications. The system can work, but it hasn't worked since Hal Mummy at Kentucky. One anonymous coach said the question, will Mike Leach be open to evolving it? In other words, he's got to quit throwing 60 times a game and running at 12. You know, it's just got to yeah. tweak it. So. It was bad one. We've covered them, you know, last year. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's it, like 70 passes and eight brushes. I mean, people like their team. They say their defense is very good. They play hard. They bother you. But at the end of the day, the offense is just not too much. And so basically these other coaches are saying, no, the way he's running it now, they're basically saying, and that's what I'm saying, no, I don't think it'll ever work. If he tweaks it, modifies it, yes. Yeah, what do y'all think? What you do know, you think? Yeah, me personally, I, I could, if you don't change it some, they're going to figure it out and they're just going to play cover four all night and then just rush three guys yeah. up on the line probably. Yeah. So it's it's going to just throw it all around all the place. It's going to get knocked down a lot. I don't know a lot about him. Uh, I'm taking it that they think that there's a good chance that he won't tweak it any. Is he hard-headed? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's just what I got. I don't know nothing about him. Yeah. But, uh, you know, modifies a broad word. What does that mean? How much do you modify it? Well, they're but, gonna, the key to all the wins, and, and, and titles are one where? Defense. And they have a very good defense. So, very good. And yeah. Which is odd because usually teams like that do not have a good defense. If they can score 40 a game and hold somebody to 39, I guess they win. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like the way they play. I mean, I like that's his style. I just don't like it in the conference. Yeah. I never cared for Washington State or Texas Tech or watching them. Yeah. You know, but uh, it's it, it's a it's, it's interesting. A, it's an offense. Yeah. It's their strategy, and it's fine. And but it can work. You don't have to like it either. But those teams that you just named, how many five star corners and safeties played on those teams? No, not probably not many. Okay, <laughs> so I think y'all can kind of figure out what I'm getting at. So yeah. now you're gonna play. They LSU, don't get to look in practice. LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, Florida. Right. Where D-backs, oh, you talking about the teams they played against? Yes. Yeah, not many. I mean, probably yeah. Oregon, maybe Washington, I USC. Mean, rest star, of them not. So you can throw the ball around all the place because the D-backs on other teams are not good enough to cover. Is what I'm saying. Where right these teams out here are are yeah. Play you man to man. And yeah, they can just man up on you. So when you man up on a receiver, guess what that causes inside for linebackers shooting gaps and stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah, it causes havoc and it makes the quarterback throw the ball really fast. So when you get in a hurry to throw the ball, guess what happens then? You throw interceptions. Christmas. I mean, yeah. Lord Christmas? Yeah, you remember old Lloyd? Yeah, he's Lloyd Christmas. He's calling in. That's Providence, Matt, Matt Toshall's cousin. <laughs> Lloyd oh. Christmas. What's Harry's last name? Uh... 
I can't remember. All right, but no. What my, about no? Uh, my question so, is, I don't think it'll. I, I still don't think it'll work. If he changes it some and tweaks it, sure. I mean, he could evolve it. Now, guys, y'all don't come at me and say, "Well, he did great this year," and then I find out he's running the high. <laughs> no, we're asking, can he be successful with what he does? I say no. Yeah, I agree. Now, NBA East and West finals uh the suns are up three to one booker's looking he's going around 27 points cp3 crowder are all playing good they play tomorrow at eight uh-huh. suns and the clippers do and what about the hawks hawks up one one they won the first one barely and then got beat by 35 but you know i watched that game milwaukee hit like 15 three-pointers 10 in the first half they play you can't compete with that here just in 30 minutes so as soon yeah. as you tune off here you watch the the uh hawks play uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. And I don't know if uh, Giannis is playing. Mm. I read somewhere he was it, then I read another one that he was. So ah, He probably is. Uh, they said that about James Harden. He played in both of those last two games. Collins, Bogdanovich, uh, key players game. Trey Young with average about 29. Looks like 48 the other night. Yeah. Uh, they play tonight in Atlanta. They're in Atlanta tonight. There's some big-time scoring going on. I know Booker's had some 40-point games. Uh, Paul George has had some big games. Uh, I mean, he yeah, Paul George is a little better than I thought he was. I always thought he was good, but he's pretty good. Oh, no, he is. He's a ball player. I mean, he's he's a – and he seems like a – and I may be wrong, he seems like a humble yeah, yeah, you don't hear much about his Twitter page or nothing. No, you don't ever hear anything. But no. he's uh, he's got some game. And, of course, Young's a superstar. Giannis is a superstar. And Booker is a superstar. Yeah. So you got four superstars on uh, these four teams. And uh, I, I, I'll be honest, who you think is going to win it? I think it's going to be Phoenix and Milwaukee. Yeah, that's. I, I'm going to say the Suns. I'm going to pick the Suns to win it. I think that may be too much for the Bucks, But we'll just have to see what, what happens. And even though I love Devin Booker for some reason, I'd love to see the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, bring that trophy home. Yeah, they anybody else it. feel like that? They hadn't won it since. Uh, well, see, Phoenix hadn't won one either. Yeah. I'll be happy with either one of them. When Charles was there, you know, they lost them. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, I think I don't know if Phoenix has ever won one. I don't. I mean, think Milwaukee did the Bucks win it when they won Blue when Al Cinder was there, which is Kareem yeah. Abdul Jabbar for you young yeah. listeners. Yeah, played for the Lakers and the Magic and the Showtime Lakers. So yes, they did win it when he was there. That's the only one I could think of. It's pretty good. You lead two different, and your high school and your college never lost. <laughs> it's a game, but one is nearly his whole career. He might have been dominant. Mm. He was a good one, man. You couldn't stop him. Um, we'll move into the last topic, uh, College World Series. We said mentioned about Vanderbilt. Dean is playing Mississippi State. What about that? Is that for the championship? Yeah. Wow. They play uh, tomorrow at 6 o'clock on ESPN2. Huh. Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. So uh, Is that game three or is that game first one? That's first game. And it's best, best of three. three. Yep. So wow. go Commodores and go Bulldogs. Either one wins will be good for our conference. It's definitely good attention for baseball. So any of you young guys that play baseball, uh, if you can play baseball in this conference, don't think that you know you have to go to – well, South Carolina is always known for baseball. But any of these conferences around here, if you can get in play with Alabama's, Auburn's, mm-hmm. any of these. Uh, Arkansas had a fantastic run at it. Florida's got a good baseball team. Tennessee had a good Man, team. Man, they had a good run at it too. So mm-hmm. the baseball is hot right here. Right. Uh, so any of you young guys, hey man, try to get on one of them teams around here. Wow, who are you pulling for, Vanderbilt or Mississippi State? Not Mississippi State. I just always kind of like their. Now baseball. Vanderbilt's won one here lately, though. Yeah, well it? they got that pitcher. Uh, I knew I forget his name. He's money. I mean, this cat he throws stink up there on the plate all night long. They How's Vanderbilt gonna be in football? I know we're getting way off the subject, but they're gonna be better. No. Ain't gonna be. They're base. They're academic. I mean, I know, but somebody will come at you and say, "Well, they're academic, but they win it in baseball." That kind of gives you an idea of. That's just what they focus on. What you get kids there to play with. Yes, they get the better. They get better recruits there for baseball. Uh, Jay Johnson, two-time College World Series coach from Arizona, is taking LSU mm-hmm. baseball coaching job. So uh, LSU looking to change up their luck. And uh, Coach Johnson's a great coach. I mean, you take Arizona to the World Series twice. Now, what was that? We had one more thing to talk about, and you mentioned it, the Arizona State scandal. What is going on? I don't on? know, yeah. Uh, basically, from what I gathered from it, um, during COVID, you could not have anybody on campus, and they did. 
So that was it. That's it. No so money. Nothing major. No. You can't have players on campus, so the assistants. So made they were working with them to come on campus and walk around, look around, tour the campus, and there was some, a video, a security video of Coach Edwards uh, guiding a couple of kids around the campus, just looking at stuff. And because of COVID, you were supposed to have kids on campus, and nobody else done it except them. Yeah. I don't see that. So that's that. stupid. It's our show. We can say what, and then our, our podcast or whatever, you know, so. That's like the. I think that's stupid. I don't think that's a hanging offense. No. That's what. Uh, you shouldn't have to forfeit games or, or they're going to put them on probation. I think it's silly. Mm-hmm. I think we need to move on. Uh, I don't even want to get started. I'll get aggravated. I watched the Sopranos the other day, and Silvio made a decision behind Tony's back. So Tony calls him and he says, come meet me in the basement. So I'm sure he's a little worried. And he just come right and ask him. He goes, I know I did wrong. He goes, this is a hanging offense. Yeah. Are you going to kill me? Yeah, basically. I need to get my stuff together. Tony was like, nah, just don't do it again. (laughs) But then he kills him later. (laughs) Oh, that was Christopher. Yeah. Yeah, he did kill Christopher. All right, guys. Uh, Well, you know what time it is. And as always, uh, we appreciate you guys taking some time out of your Sunday to spend with us. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Uh, had a good show. Hit all the local stuff and uh, hit our, our top 25 way too early. Uh, so y'all have a great week. and uh, We won't be clear. on next Friday, Sunday. No. July 4th. Happy 4th July. July 4th. We yeah. know people would be rather watching us than shooting fireworks. Yeah, I mean, but, for real. Who wouldn't? I know, man. Out on your pontoons, for real? I know, man. Just go home, watch us. We'll be home. No, we're going to take the 4th off. Well, we want to do something, too, you know. Yeah, we'll be we'll be here, so. Well, that'll be some news on the page of the week. We'll see what more happens. This transfer portal stuff's getting crazy, so. I wish they'd do away with that. Won't be we'll get day. into that later. Uh, we'll get through July. Coaches are going to start going on vacation. There's going to be some more camps as we start coming back from a lot of vacations. And, uh, mm-hmm. Right? That sounds great to me, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think uh, it's been going well this summer, you know. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff, plenty of stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting easier. Well, we're getting a little better, more yeah. comfortable with our fans here. We appreciate everybody, all our sponsors and stuff, everybody. So, uh, all right, y'all go put your feet up and go watch the Hawks. All right, y'all keep your heads clear and your hands God. We appreciate you. Y'all have a good evening.